really at the end of the day, like what is actually important when you wake up on your holiday morning? That's what we want to be focusing on. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hello. Hello. I was thinking about doing jingle bells, but that I didn't ring, 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 ring. What if I just had like belts in the background? How fun would that I'm be? I'm kind of surprised you don't. I'm surprised I don't have a tambourine. Not just like in the office, but all together. In life. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Do you want me to send you one? <laughs> no, I want Doug to buy me one because I ask for one every year and he has yet to buy it for me. For real? Yes. You asked Doug to buy you a tambourine every year? Ever since my friend Lindsay got married and I was the tambourine queen at her wedding, which has been, you know, about four and a half years ago. Uh, lots of questions. Why were you a tambourine queen? Like just getting up with the band, having fun? Or like that was your job at the wedding? <laughs> total control and possession of the tambourine at the wedding. And I was very good at it in my personal. I got it. Yeah. That's my Doug, I mean, missing out on this gift opportunity here. Yeah. But except for he won't listen to this. So you're going to have to text him. Like I texted Scott last week. Oh, well, I've yet to see a teacher gift. So clearly your text didn't work. <laughs> Maybe it's because I wished him happy Hanukkah in the morning and it didn't start until sundown. Well, still thought that counts. That's very kind of you. Oh, no, I know. He loved it. He loved it. And I really don't deserve a teacher gift this week because my kids didn't do school today <laughs> or yesterday. But you know what, guys? I got to get business done before winter break, and they're just going to have to do some school over winter break. It's fine. I mean, I think that that validates a teacher gift is because you're doing the right thing and setting a good example for your pupils. I hope so. <laughs> we will see about that. So uh, what is your... Oh, welcome to You Fit Here, guys. This is CB. And this is CS. In case you haven't recognized our voices by now. Uh, and what is good, CS? I'm going to say the executive decision to open the Christmas present that I ordered for my children to give me um, a little early and not tell them. Okay. Uh, it's called The Coziest Pillow, and probably you all don't know, but I have I have purchased slash borrowed a total of six different types of pillows to support adequate, comfortable, peaceful sleep in lieu of some pain that I've been experiencing. And I have everything from like a long body pillow to like one that's like a triangle that you're like essentially your knees go at the top. So you're in a triangle if you're on your back. Um, I most recently borrowed a pregnancy pillow. I've bought two different knee pillows. One's like, it looks like a bike seat shape and the other one is rectangular. Uh, how many is that? Five. Good number of pillows. So then this is number six. Um, oh, the pregnancy pillow that I borrowed from my, um, from the other Colleen who didn't like it. Uh, anyway, 
it, it's really uh, my favorite so far. I can't say that I'm finding the perfect position, but I have faith. That's good. Well, that's that's great. I think we need to get Doc Jen Fit back on the podcast just with you to do an eval of your potential sciatica, mm-hmm. hip, nerve, lumbar situation. I think I probably should just join her thing, her awesome fit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you probably should. You probably should. Shoulda, woulda, might, will. I'll do it. That poor little coccyx bone of yours. <laughs> Whatever. How about what's good for you? Um, What's good? Okay, this was so funny last night. So my husband and I were opening the mail, and he decides to go through the pile of Christmas cards we've received, or holiday cards, and we kind of made it a game because, like, the first one he saw, he had no clue who the people were <laughs> because sometimes we get cards from, like, every kind people who I know and know what they look like, but my husband has no idea who's sending us a holiday card. So we then made it a game to, like, see if he could tell who each card was from without, like, looking at names. <laughs> it was so funny because he's like, hmm, this, this one looks familiar, but like he had no idea. And I have to give him the credit of he's not on social media. So I felt like this was his like version of Facebook for the whole year is like his cousin's kids that he hasn't seen in a year have grown so much. So he's like, wait, are these so-and-so just kids? And it was so funny. I was laughing so hard because he just he can't keep up with the Joneses when he's not on social media. He does not know who the heck is sending us holiday cards. Well, it must not <laughs> but be I think fun. it's going to be like an annual tradition now of him having to guess who people are on our cards. I think that's absolutely genius personally. And also I got very organized this year. I'm very proud of myself. I've been saying for four years, I'm going to do this one thing, which is mm-hmm. all the little pieces of paper that I've torn off of envelopes and saved. Oh yeah. I, I actually, they're in a file. I have to admit, I, I did have the luxury of copy pasting from someone else's personal file, mm-hmm. but also I did a lot of work myself and my cousin Austin is very organized and has our entire, that side of the family. And so then I texted three cousins who are the heads of, or like in a family and said, I need all the children's names. Cause I don't know them because they're my second cousin. They're my cousin's children. So now right. I have every kid and their age and I'm going to be able to look at my list and then like speak to them by name once this COVID <laughs> is over. I'm so excited. <laughs> and it will help my husband because he's terrible with names. Yeah, totally. I mean, people just keep procreating and then it's like, wait, you magically have five kids now? Like, I don't even know. And when you have big families, it's hard to keep it all straight, especially when you only see them like once a year. So great work. It's hard enough. I have also this like, oh, I've kept. Oh, yeah. I've kept um, envelopes from all of our holiday cards every year thinking that I will do the same exact thing. Then I'm like, oh, they moved. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. It's yet to be done. Are we sending holiday cards? No, I know I talked about it and said, yes, do it. Spread some holiday cheer. Sorry, guys, it's not going to happen this year. It's fine. Well, your card should already be there in the package that I sent, but since it didn't arrive yet, 
And I asked her if it arrived because it was supposed to get there Monday or Tuesday and it's um it's Thursday now. But I'm not at all surprised because USPS is, you know, it's going through some things. Yeah, it's it's a little overwhelmed. Yeah. And you know what? They're doing the best they can. We are. And so thank you to all the people out there who, you know, are supporting us and understanding of, well, it says it was shipped this speed. Listen, we wish we could control it, but we can't. And on that note. I saw a meme that said, stop hitting track shipment. That thing's in God's hands now. (laughs) It's just, we don't know anymore. Divine mercy. Seriously. Lots of prayers and crossed fingers all over the world. That all the gifts arrive in time. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, what is really important? That's a great lead-in. Segue. Yeah, I know. But also, oh, shoot. We are also going to talk about how we shouldn't get distracted. And here I am being forgetful. <laughs> oh, shoot. It doesn't matter. I'll think about it. I'll figure it out later. Something about the package you sent me and Christmas cards and... You know what? All we can do is all we can do. It says by December 18th and they're guaranteed. You know? Yeah. We do our best. We do what we can do. That's all we can do. I know. I'm sharing good news from our friend Leslie. She owns a business called Dillbug. If you go on social media, it's D-Y-L-B-U-G under... What's that called? Underscore? Underscore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. The cutest customized like dishware for your kiddos, and it has like their name and then what they look like. And then she posts these awesome, like, makes clothes out of the kids' food, you know, and like her followers do it and then post their pictures of their kids' lunches. So she'll cut like the sandwich into a dress or cut whatever into like and make a whole scene, anyways. Cutest thing. She sent a very sweet DM about placing an order and then added a note to her order. And I just love when you guys add notes to your orders to us because it's like this little personal message that just fills me with joy as I'm shipping stuff. And that is my good news for her, even though it's my good news, but (laughs) I just thought she was so kind. So there's that. Go follow her. She's the best. And she always dances in front of the camera. It's so fun to watch her. Okay, that's all. So, as we are focusing on what's important. Or trying to. Well, that's kind of like what our topic was. Because we're talking about, you know, have we shopped? Have we done all this stuff? And then I'm like, you know what? What's really important at the end of the day is not me worrying about sending Christmas cards. I would love to have sent Christmas cards, but it's just not in the cards this year. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So we got on the topic of what's important and what will add value to our lives and our family's lives this holiday season. Yeah, sometimes we feel like we have mastered something and we're really excited to talk about it. But in this case, this is as much for us and reminders we want to offer to ourselves and each other. Because a lot of times, I mean, we, we what's the crapshoot? Or like... Mm-hmm. Behind the scenes, I complain to CB about X and she complains about Y because we're humans and we're friends and business partners, but we're really good at reminding each other, you know, well, what did we decide we could do about that and actually trying Mm -hmm. to encourage each other. And so this is as much for us as it is for you. So thank you to 
us for us and you. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to have good manners. That's important. Good manners is important. Totally. I should be number one on the list. I like kind of followed where you went with that, but did it. And I like it in the best way possible. Um, So, yes, I think you meant we are like, this is just as much of advice for us as it is for everyone else. So we decided to share it. Yes. Great. Okay. So the number one thing CS jotted down was don't procrastinate on the things we have to do. And I know we've talked about this, but when we get down to like the nitty gritty of kind of chaos for us personally, it's our busiest time of the year for work. And then you want to make the holiday special and then you want to do this. And then I decided to move, which is brilliant. Just kidding. (laughs) And you know, when you have all the things stacked into one, if I, I actually said this to my acupuncturist, she said, how are you feeling? And I said, you know, I'm feeling okay. But I feel like one of those people at like the circus who's holding all those sticks like on my hands and my head with plates up top that Mm -hmm. are all like spinning. And like if I make one wrong move, it's all going to come crashing down. (laughs) And then I'm like, but you know what? If it did all come crashing down, what's really important at the end of the day, it's fine. Like it's not a big deal. Anyways, besides the point. But me being proactive and not procrastinating on all of these things has kept all of these like plates spinning in the best way where I don't feel frantic. I feel like I'm accomplishing things in a manner where I'm not stressed out about them because it's like after the fact or like deadline written. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I rambled, but it was like our big Black Friday shipping. Normally I'd wait till Monday to start And I was like, nope, let's knock it out over the weekend because I have the time to do it now. So I'm going to save myself for later having to do this backup work. Right. Okay. So don't procrastinate. Yeah. And (laughs) keeping in mind that what's important to me as a crazy person might not be important to other people. So totally. I mean, I I vacuum my car almost every single day, almost every single day. (laughs) People think I'm Stop crazy. It. No, I swear. I do. Well, I, my my minivan has a vacuum in it, so there's really no reason not to. But I get very – Wait, what did you say? I, I didn't hear that little mumble there. My motor vehicle. I'm just kidding. I uh, think your minivan's amazing. I just think it's funny that you my MV. have to oh, – I can I love call it a motor vehicle. I can call it whatever I want to call it. You anyway, give it a name. I don't – I do not like – I like to control what I can control, and I can control – I cannot control – that my children have no aim and they have to have a snack after school, but I can control how that's going to affect me. And if it makes me feel better to vacuum my car every day, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it even though I know that I'm going to go pick them up and that they're going to do it again. That might not be important to somebody else. I can guarantee that it's not. And for their sake, your sake, I hope it's not important to you, but that's the same as what's important to someone else is probably not very important to me. But as I walk by something that I wish someone would take down to the basement and they haven't, I think I'm probably just going to take it down to the basement because I can't just wait for other people to read my mind. And unless I ask somebody to do it, then, I mean, sometimes I still ask people to do things like turn off the lights or pick up their socks and they don't do it every single day. But again, what's important? (laughs) 
I might have, my, my plates might have dropped last night. I even took a video of it and put it on an Instagram. Oh, wait, I was like watching it, but I couldn't have the sound on. And so I didn't get the full effect of what was happening. But I assume you were like berating Doug about something. Because listen, everybody can relate. Two nights ago, I went to my sister's house to help her with her clan of amazing friends to write thank you cards on behalf of all of the beautiful donations and gifts sent um, when she lost her husband. And I came home and the house was a mess. And I very kindly said to my husband, Doug, I said, Doug, I would like to please go to bed. My back hurts and I um, am not in the mood to clean up the kitchen that when I left, it was not, it did, this was not, he was like, okay, yeah, 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 I promise, I promise, I promise. And I woke up at 5.15 the next morning to go spinning and I, I came out and I always turn the Christmas lights, the tree, which doesn't even work and the mantle on so that when the children come down, it's beautiful. And Hershey's chocolate syrup all over the kitchen table and the bottle's still out, dinner plates out, sink is full, dish it, washer's unloaded because I unloaded it and I was fuming. And I sent him a text and I said, I hate to start the day out this way, but I hate to start the day out this way. This is not fair. And I expect more from you. And he just texted me back that he was sorry, for which I appreciated that. Instead of him, you know, arguing with me, he was sorry. So then last night, I really wanted him to clean the kitchen, but he prioritized something else, like football, or I don't even remember what kind of game it was. And um, so I did it. I cleaned it up. And then he comes in and gets out milk. And I go, you make one drop on my counter and I'm going to lose my mind. And then he dipped his graham cracker in and the graham cracker box tipped over and then he knocked his milk over and I just lost it. I picked up my phone and I took a video of him. He was not sorry in the least, but he did. Yeah. The thing I I questioned most about that was I've never seen someone dip graham crackers into milk. Oh, he like crumbles them up and like, he's so gross. It's disgusting. Ew. I know. Someone asked me. I mean, I think it would taste good, but the consistency real quick would get real gnarly. It'd be like, yeah, but I'm just, but to each their own. Well, to each their own. I can't like enjoy myself if there's a mess. And I know that's crazy. And people are like, but you have five kids. Like that's not realistic, but it can be if I want it to be. So yeah. All right. Well, okay. Yes. You had a very valid argument. Sorry for being a Debbie Downer there. I was trying to think of something more creative. Don't use people's names in a negative connotation. I've realized. Oh, right. Well, I have two D names in my family, so I just say Dougie Downer or Danny Downer just to, to okay, fine. as long as they're personal. Yeah, it's personalized. I need to <laughs> think of other um, adjectives. But. I was thinking about that because so many people talk about Karens, you know, like, yeah. oh, you're being a Karen. And I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of nice Karens in the world who are probably like, screw you guys. Like, just because that's my name or like Nancy's or Debbie's. Like, that sucks. Or what? (laughs) I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) Or dicks. Wait, did you say dicks? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's not because someone decided to make it a bad name. (laughs) Someone did at some point, I guess. That is true. Like, where did the genitalia turn into that nickname? Fact check that. (laughs) I don't know. I, I do know, though, that Dick's Sporting Goods website is dicksportinggoods.com. So. Oh, yeah. I've made that mistake also. Okay. Don't go to dicks.com. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, anyway, so 
don't procrastinate because at the end of the day, you're going to have less time to focus on the good stuff and those good moments because you failed to do something earlier that you could have gotten done. Like we always say, don't wait to get gas the next morning, unless of course you feel unsafe and are in the dark alone, in which case I totally get it. <laughs> totally gets it. Yeah. Um, but yes, get gas the day before. I keep filling up my tank when it's like half empty. I've been doing that lately too. Yes. Cause I'm just like, you know what? The sun's out. It seems like an ideal time to just get it. So to save me some more time. Mm-hmm. I think I might be coming crazier and crazier by the day now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, but that's okay. It is okay. Yeah. Okay. What, what else is going to help us focus on what is important? Well, it's kind of in line with number one about making the best use of your time, but it's really about, um, trying not to get distracted. So if we can eliminate things that are bad distractions from just from the time that we block out to be productive. So mm-hmm. if if it if it means like going into the office, well I mean if you work from home, I guess this it, it would be different if you don't but before you leave the office or before you go into the office, make sure that your workstation so to speak is set up the way that you will be the most productive the next day. Um, that's just one example, but I personally get distracted very easily. And sometimes I have to, I have to do, I have to write down what I was doing and do the thing that distracted me because otherwise I'm going to forget about that. And it might also be important, but I have that luxury because I work from home and I think I operate better like that. But the point is that when you have time to do things, you need to take it the best advantage of that time. And I have not always been able to to like want to do that or understand it. Mm -hmm. And so it's something I'm always working on. Yeah. I mean, I just said this to my husband because it was something about working, but you just said I have the luxury of working from home, which I think sometimes is like the downfall if you are not organized because I was saying to my husband, it must be nice to just go to an office and focus on one thing. Like you don't have all these distractions looking up at you asking for snacks or like, oh, now I'm looking at the dishes that have to be done. Like you literally can be one track if you want to. Not that everyone who goes to an office is because I know there's a million other things and you could be paying bills or calling insurance and all the things that I absolutely hate doing. So I appreciate you husband. But my point being, if you want to be distraction free, you can be. Yeah. So you can say, and now mind you, no excuses. So can I, because I could turn my phone to airplane mode and just like, whatever, find myself an hour, but yes, make the best use of your time. Mm -hmm. Eliminate those distractions. If you are going to be distracted by watching the bachelorette on TV in the background, then don't turn it on and save it for later. If you're not going to be, and it's just nice background noise, go for it. But like, know what is going to sidetrack you and throw you off your game because it will. Otherwise, next thing you know, you're on the couch with hot chocolate and marshmallows. And how did you wind up there? I bet. Okay. I really want to try one of these hot chocolate bombs that everyone is posting about. I never have. I don't know what you're talking about. What? Mm -mm. It's literally like a chocolate ball that has marshmallows and like hot cocoa powder inside. And then you put it in a mug. 
Yeah, but it's like a chocolate shell, and then you pour warm milk over it, and then it Ooh. turns into hot chocolate, and the marshmallows float to the top. Okay. Well, it's all the rage. All the people are trying to make them homemade and or buy them. All right. I'm writing it down. I'm typing it out. I mean by that. Hot chocolate. Sorry, everybody. I mean, I've yet to find any, nor have I really gone to stores to look, so I can't say I haven't found them <laughs> by actually trying, but I feel like I could maybe make them. Yeah. But will I? Probably not. It's fine. Oh, that's okay. That's not the best use of your time. <laughs> it's just not. But only I did make puppy chow the other day, though. Yeah. Or, like, I Downfall. felt a little guilty I didn't play with my kids in the snow yesterday, but I just, my, my body hurts. So maybe I, I'm going to cut myself some slack on that, but this also applies to not work, but the time that you should be doing other things or, you know, when you are with friends or whatever, like CB said, Mm -hmm. make the best use of that time, be in the moment and just enjoy where you're at. You deserve it. Yeah. One hour fully focused and present on whatever it is, whether that's like talking to a friend, getting your work done, cleaning your house, the amount of like golden time that one hour can be fully focused is worth like 24 hours of crazy distractions the whole way through. Right. Right. Okay. I like that. I like it a lot. Okay. Go ahead and and tell them the next trick. Oh, I kind of touched on this, but um, don't make excuses. I do not like excuses. Sometimes I will even like start making one and then be like, oh my God, shut up, Colleen. Like, this is so dumb. And there is no excuse for most of the things in life, I don't believe. Except like when you said like, I'm cutting myself some slack because my back hurts. Like that is valid what's happening. It's not an excuse because you don't want to do something. Um, I'm just lucky. I'm lucky I have back pain because it's also something I don't want to do, just for the record. Don't, don't. Yeah, there you go. Um, Yeah, I just think when we stop making excuses, we can get through the stuff that we have to get through faster. And Aiden was doing this with schoolwork. He's like, how many pages do we have to do today? And whining. And I'm like, you are spending more time whining about this than it would take you to do 10 of the pages altogether. And like, I want to validate your frustrations, but at the same point, just freaking do it and we can be done and move on (laughs) with all of our lives. Yeah. It's so much easier said than done to not make excuses because for me personally, I, I, um, I take offense and I'm on the defense a lot when someone is mad at me or something because I feel bad, but I'm working really hard on apologizing if that is necessary. And then apologizing for, well, I said that already, but like saying, well, this is the excuse I was going to say, but you're right. There's no excuse for this. I've been working really hard on that. And right now I think COVID is like such the blanket excuse statement. And that's fine for some things like, oh, I've discovered 25 new types of wines. I like COVID. That's not an excuse, but I think that we know better than ever now. And if you've, if you've had sort of ups and downs your whole life, then you're used to things being thrown at you and knowing that at any moment things can change, but we have to stop using 
you know, unpreparedness as an excuse because we should know better now. And if we know better, we should, we should do better and we should be prepared and we should, and if we're not prepared, we should just be prepared to not be prepared. And then, you know, we have to just, you know, find the value. We have to find the value in the bad stuff and in the struggles and the hard times because we both know that there is value in it. And even if it's a hindsight thing, just look forward to figuring out not necessarily why something happened, but what did you learn from what happened? Yeah. And be straightforward. I feel like now more than ever, I just don't want to deal with all the BS around something. It's like, just get to the, like cut to the point. Like you are not going to hurt my feelings. I mean, maybe you will, but like, just say it and whatever, or vice versa. If I'm trying to skirt around something and like, you know, just like, why are we killing time? Let's just like say what we need to say. I think I've also learned this with emails for work. Like you could have like 10 emails back and forth asking the same question instead of just like, here's what it is, bullet pointed out. And hopefully I've answered all of your questions. Thank you. I love you. Whatnot. I was listening to a podcast, obviously. Dak Shepard was interviewing Ashton Kutcher. And he was talking about how he's like involved in all these tech companies. And he said, don't you feel like you want to make them think you're really smart? Because like, otherwise you feel like a fraud in some of these rooms with these like brilliant people. And he said that he learned early on to just say, explain it to me like a guy who only has a high school diploma. And it literally opened up so much for him because he then was talked to how he could understand and learn it. He learned it that way. And boom, let's move on. Instead of like trying to fake it and create excuses about why he either didn't know something or kind of knew it differently. He was just like, hey, I'm not the smart guy in the room. I have a high school diploma and I don't know what you're talking about. So dumb it down for me. And I think when we kind of remove all of those, like all the fluff, like cut the fat of our pride, our ego, our whatever we want to say, our excuses, then it's just like, wow, we have so much more time for stuff that matters in life. Right. 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 Like if we just stop skirting around everything and just get to it. Well, what don't if waste I have your a time. college diploma, but I don't remember what I learned in college. Uh, I mean, same. This is not knocking a high school diploma. It was just in that context no, because I, he's I dealing that. with these like tech geniuses and he was not on their educational level. <laughs> now, I would have no idea of any of that stuff with a college degree. So mm-hmm. there's that too. Mm-hmm. Lucky for But you. I just really liked it. It's like you save so much time by just being direct sometimes. Yeah. Lucky and maybe you. that could be seen as a bad thing. That doesn't mean direct has to be mean. It just means like mm-hmm. stop killing yourself with like your ego or what you think something is going to come off as just do it. Right. I'm very good at facially explaining to someone that what they just said to me didn't really resonate and might they try a new <laughs> approach. So, right. You know, right. That's, that's the one thing about no face to face anymore, but. Well, and I think also this is like kind of off track, but when you are just, when you realize how you learn best, it's so much easier to like then explain that to someone else to make a situation easier. 
So you and I, for example, like we spent however many years learning how each other operates and works best. And now I feel like we totally have each other read like a book where my dad has built houses like forever. And so we decided to demo our kitchen and change stuff because it has whatever structural beams need to be changed. Anyways, him trying to like explain it to me in his way or how he thought I would learn it was just not working. And then we were getting like frustrated. And so then I was like, can you just physically show me? And he showed me. And then the next day he came back and I had like demoed all this stuff by myself. And I was like, holy crap, pat on the back to myself. And my dad was like, oh my gosh, like you just saved my back and saved so much time for me. And I was like, but I knew if I learned it, how I could learn it, Mm. it would be fine. Instead of me, like, he would be like, do you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Even though I'm like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, what's a Joyce? What's this? (laughs) And then when I just, just took it away and was like, it doesn't matter if I'm not understanding it. I just need to do it how I can understand it. You get my point. And you're an adult. I had a phone totally. call with one of Danny's teachers yesterday. He's 14. And she said to me, Danny is very much a visual learner. Mm. And I was like, I mean, he is a, like, he's going to be fine on the streets. He's got common sense, street smarts. He He's thoughtful. But it's because he's, he is, he's a visual learner. And I really appreciated her saying that because even though I knew that, I wasn't articulating it to her. And he's, you know, in high school and you're an adult and we are always wanting to learn new things. But sometimes I think that's what limits us from learning new things is because we aren't patient enough to figure out how each other learn best. Yes. And our egos, I think, get in the way sometimes where we just feel like, oh, am I really dumb if I don't already know this or whatnot? It's like, no, tell me the ways. Talk to me like I am like needing whatever for dummies right now because there's no hurt if you don't know something. My husband did not grow up with parents who were like, do it yourself, tear down a wall. I did. He grew up with a father who's like in the medical field and I didn't, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. however you grew up limits what you would know naturally and we should just continue to be a student our whole lives and not act like we should know everything. I still save so much time having to like not understand and then feel guilty about not understanding and then feel mad at yourself because you feel stupid, even though really you're not stupid. You just have to keep learning every single day. I apologize. Oh, you're dropping, dropping. There was off. dirt on your face and, um, it, what there was, sure it wasn't just my face. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't just your face. It was mine. Anyways. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So anyways, back to don't make excuses. Don't skirt around stuff. You will save so much more time for things that are actually important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you texted me this thing that said there is value in the struggle. Mm-hmm. There is. And it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's worth a lot, but we just have to be patient and we have to not make excuses and all the things and not set like limits on ourselves. Yeah. And like, oh, well, I don't understand this. So I would never be able to do that. Well, I just tore up a whole kitchen and I never thought I'd be able to do that. 
but look at me now. Yeah. Give me my own HGTV show. Just kidding. I, I don't ever want to do it again, but, <laughs> but uh, for my house, I will. Doug, my husband, Doug said last night something like, I can't believe so-and-so in this, the, the, didn't understand what so-and-so said when they said something about volatility. I go, well, I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what it means to be volatile. He's like, well, then you know what it means. I'm like, but I actually don't. But mm-hmm. I was tired and didn't want to have this discussion. So I sent him an email and I said, this can be a topic if you would like to address it, but we're going to have to do it on my terms. I think it's something he actually cares about me knowing. And so therefore I'm going to try to care about it. So it's like, let me assuage you a question, Mm -hmm. which for the long time, can you assuage the ketchup? (laughs) That actually is a word. Okay. Wait, hold on. So context, everyone on Mike and Dave need wedding dates, which guys, I was just also listening to a podcast episode with him, Andy, Adam, Adam, Adam Mm -hmm. divine who's in it. And he was talking about that movie. And I'm like, gosh, I just love that movie so much. But he says, sometimes I say words and I don't even know what they really mean, but I just want to sound smart. So he's like, assuage. I say it all the time and I have no idea what it means. Okay. So what does it mean? I don't know, but the point is Google it. Well, I have before only to determine whether or not it's a real world word, because I was under the impression based on the film that it was just like a made up word. But also we should say this, that you should probably not watch Mike and Dave need wedding dates with your mom or grandma or underage daughter. What else? Yeah. It's, it's R for sure. Created R. Parental guide, not parental guide, adults only. Mm -hmm. And probably. Assuage, verb, make an unpleasant feeling less intense. So the letter assuaged the fears of most members. Oh, like calmed down. Similar, satisfy an appetite or desire. An opportunity occurred to assuage her desire for knowledge. Interesting. Still don't think I could say it in a sentence, but there we are. So may I assuage you for the ketchup was not valid? No. No. It's like to put an end to by satisfying, appease, or quench to make quiet or pacify, or to lessen the intensity of or ease something. So we need to assuage your back pain with a via doctrine. Whatever. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, gosh. Where are we? Well, this is um, – it should probably either be the first or the last of our life hacks for, um, okay. you know – doing what matters or focusing on what matters, but it's just really simple. And it's just, and it's really hard though, too. And it's just to love and say, say that you love someone and love beyond words and do all the things you can do with love in spite of anger and frustration and lack of patience because anything could happen at any given moment. And we would never want we would never want to have any regrets where the people that we love are concerned. Right. And when you take away all of those bad feelings, like frustration, annoyance, whatnot, on the temporary mm-hmm. spectrum, I guess, you can focus on what's like truly important at the end of the day are my annoying kids who just bugged me for the last half hour. Like, mm-hmm. 
it kind of removes that layer of like, oh my gosh, love is what's important. My family is what's important to me. And this annoying little debacle of whatever game they're playing, like move on from it and like say you're sorry or whatever. It just makes it easier to apologize or let go of things or forgive and Mm -hmm. all those good things. It's something you kind of have to train yourself. Like we have to allow ourselves all the emotions that like might promote us because those things are real and we're human and we can't say that enough, but maybe if we can train ourselves to in our anger, still say, even after you've said your piece or maybe you haven't, I'm very angry or I'm very disappointed, but I love you. I love you or not, but I love you because that's then contingent on, but, um, I just want you to know I love you or whatever, however you want to say it in the most appropriate Mm -hmm. and non, um, dysfunctional way, which I feel like we should probably explore. Now I've messed everything up, but, um, no, it's just making sure that when you're expressing your love, you're not making it conditional. Conditional. That's what I meant. Yeah. Like, I love you, but you're really pissing me off right now. Isn't really I love you. It's saying like, I love you, but, or like, I love you no matter what. We've talked about that in the mm-hmm. past, meaning like you might be disapproving of how they are, but you still love them. Like, make sure your love when you're expressing it is not conditional on something. I'd love you if you could go do the dishes. No, I love you. You'd love always. it. It would be so Also, please go do the freaking dishes. Right. <laughs> this is required yeah. for the sh- the roof that, you know, shelters you for yeah. your... Try to be aware of your if-then statements. No. I've noticed I will say them sometimes, and then my son started saying them to me. If you do this, then I will do... Mm-hmm. I will give you a hug. And I'm like, oh, no, back it up. And then I caught myself doing it sometimes, and I'm like, I have to stop doing that to him. Mm-hmm. And to everyone, because it makes everything conditional, and that's not how it should be. Absolutely. And it's okay, too, if, you know, I mean, I'm obviously thinking of just my life, and I tend to communicate with people via text, specifically, like, my husband and my two older boys, and sometimes um, frustrations are in there. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if if it's going to be conditional, then take a deep breath Maybe even do like um, pigeon pose or something on the floor and gather your thoughts and your emotions and then send a text and say, I still feel the wet that way. I just want you to know I love you. So if, mm-hmm. if you know, because bad things can happen and it makes me very scared and I don't want to live in regret. Totally. regret. Yeah. No regrets. Yeah. So we should all try Remember to that Snickers commercial where he gets a tattoo that says no regrets. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. You know, Snickers yeah. has such a, isn't it hungry? Why wait or something or satisfied? What is it? I don't know, but it's like that whole, like you're a different person when you're hungry. They were onto something. Never be satisfied. Is that what it, oh yeah. I will ne- no, that's Hamilton. I just love, I, I just love good slogans. Mm-hmm. Like you fit here. Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. 
Okay. So with love, it is easy to override negative feelings with a grateful heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we are very excited for 2021 for many reasons, but this will come up again very soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Yes. But for now, focus on those little things. We've talked about this a million and one times, mm-hmm. but focus on those little things that are if help you, I guess, realize or see what is important. I think it's so easy at this time of year from when this launches. Christmas is two days away, I believe. And it's so easy to get caught up in stress. And did I do this? And did I get enough? And so much like presents, gifts, this, who got what? What's the totals? It's, it's very stressful if you let yourself get caught up in that whirlwind like my mantle doesn't look picture perfect how I want it to how this person's mantle looks and all this stuff and really at the end of the day like what is actually important when you wake up on your holiday morning is it the gifts is it your mantle I mean those things can totally bring you joy and that should not be discredited but what at the end of the day those minuscule things that are the most important to you that's what we want to be focusing on. I mean, I personally do. Yeah. And we're both trying. My kids happy and healthy and, you know. Yeah. Fighting obnoxiously probably, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm also trying, like when I am going around and turning off the lights that I tell my children to turn off or putting their shoes in their bin, which – they should be doing, I am saying to myself, because I see so much, I, as much as I see that I'm like, oh, I wish my life was like that. I see things that make me so sad because someone lost their child to a horrible, yes. and so I am, oh my gosh, how blessed am I that I am turning this light off right now. And I really am practicing actually saying it. And if I sound like a crazy person, then I don't care, but normally no one hears me. So I feel pretty safe in that regard. Either way. I totally agree. It was just the anniversary of Sandy Hook and we having kids that age at this moment and knowing your friend Kristen, Kirsten, Kirsten, Kristen, yeah, Kristen, and who is a part of that world. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like what a horrific reminder for whatever condition you live in that you hopefully have your family with you mm-hmm. so because you just don't know. And so if this can be your reminder that two days before Christmas, you are not stressing out about some toy or wrapping presents and you are just holding your family ones, family ones, family members tight. Mm-hmm. Like that is your horrific reminder because there are so many people who are not hugging their loved ones. So keep that in mind when you're yeah turning off those light switches or doing the dishes and feeling frustrated with the people you love. Yes. And if you have lost someone, we are very sorry and we hope that in their honor you will love the people who are still here and you know soak up all of the memories that you can. Um yeah. I know it's a lot easier said than done, but so many bad things happen. Yeah, in the and world. Be, be gentle with yourself. 
whenever I leave, Danny says, I love you. Don't die. I'm like, okay, honey, I, I'm going to try. <laughs> I try really hard. But it, I, I really, I do. I try really hard. I try to be safer in the car. I try to not look at my phone while I'm driving. And I just always have, I, I mean, that sounds so silly because we should all be doing that. But it's something I really have to work on for the sake of my family is just being safe and keeping my eyes open because it's not just how I'm driving. It's how other people are driving. It's just also scary. I know. <sighs> okay. We have one yeah. more thing. One more thing. But one more if thing. you are not procrastinating, you will not be rushing anywhere. Remember, getting somewhere safely is more important than getting there late. Just remember all of these things um, for what is really important because we could go down a rabbit hole of all the horrific things that can happen to us in the world. Um, mm-hmm. And we won't do that today. No. But remember, get those window smashers and ice or seatbelt cutters. Put them in your glove box. <laughs> Put them in your glove box. I don't have those things, so I probably should get those things. Yeah, you should. Okay. Um, okay, back to a little bit lighter. Um, I really love this. Say no if you can't. And I think this goes to, like, the stop skirting around stuff and stop, you know, taking on guilt or pressure of things that really, at the end of the day, aren't benefiting you or your loved ones. Mm-hmm. So we can only do so much. So don't add to your load things that really aren't important. Right. Slash, if you, all the things that we've talked about today, if, if we don't procrastinate and we're proactive and we make good use of our time and we don't make excuses and we're like kind and loving and we have a grateful heart, we, our plate becomes bigger. And that's not to say that it should be full, but we sh- I don't want to say no to the things that I feel called to do or help with, but you have to like change things in your life. Otherwise, you should say no, and then you should work on all the things that we talked about today, and then voila. Remember when I used to think it was voila, and you thought mm-hmm. that was the funniest yeah. thing you've ever heard in your life? Okay. Well, see, I've come so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And on the flip side of that slash – I take things so personally. I hate, like I'm on a committee right now where I'm going to have to ask people for donations and I like hate doing that. And I don't know why. I just do. And I need to be, you know, if someone says no, not just like that's their prerogative, but like good for them. Like we should be Mm -hmm. happy for people who say no to us because maybe it will embolden, assuage us. To say no to the things that we, quite frankly, and literally and physically cannot handle. I 1000% agree. My sister and I have learned lately, like establish your boundaries. There's nothing wrong with having personal boundaries for you and your family. And so we've been like very just on top of it. Like, this is my boundary. Yes. Great. No. There's no hard feelings. It's just what it is. So there are certain things for our holidays and our planning that like we just worked around and it's great because it benefits all of us. So when you just have your boundaries, it like removes so much of this like, well, you know, maybe, I don't know. And then you end up resenting something or getting mad at yourself or saying yes to something you didn't want to do when most of the time people don't really care. You know, like 
if you can't, or I remember, I think we talked about this last year, maybe when schools had like the room mom or the holiday party and baking stuff and versus just going to buy something at the store, who cares? Those kids do not care that they were eating. Well, and nowadays you can't even bake for the classroom anyways, but you get what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, most people don't care and you are creating a scenario in your head where you feel bad about something that doesn't actually even exist. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. Like for instance, I told the other Colleen to watch The Handmaid's Tale because I Mm -hmm. enjoyed it. And she just texted me, I don't think I can watch The Handmaid's Tale. To which I said, then just say no. Just say no to The Handmaid's Tale and just say no to drugs. Do what makes you happy, which is our last and final point of the day. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is, listen, I am weird. We all know it. I like weird things. I have friends who like weird things too. So that's good for me. So I have people to talk about with these weird things, but it's not everybody's cup of tea. Some people don't even like tea. They think it tastes like dirty brown water. And I kind of agree depending on the flavor. So we need to do more of what makes us happy and worry a lot less about what other people think should make us happy because who really cares is you. And if you're not happy, then what is the point of this whole life? Totally. I was thinking about this because I'm like, remember, we've talked about this before. Most people aren't thinking about you. Like, they really aren't. They don't care that much. That sounds bad, but it's true. So true. So the same with, like, the holiday cards. I love opening people's holiday cards and reading their updates and all this stuff. And then I'm like, do people really care if they get one of mine in the mail? No, they don't care. They're going to see what they see. And, oh, you got all your holiday cards right there. Not all of them, but these are the ones that I didn't have stamps for. Ah, lovely. Waiting for the stamps that I ordered from USPS, which I don't know why I did that. I love it. But, yeah, I set my boundary. I am prioritizing what is more important at the moment. And it's fine. Nobody at the end of the day is going to care if they open a paper card from me or not. She wasn't anticipating on moving in... November and December of 2020, but she did. And that's, I did. That's what it is. There's so much stress in that. I kind of forget the stress, but I just remember that there was stress. I just feel like I'd rather have a kitchen to eat out of sooner rather than, than spend time. <laughs> I fully agree. And I get to be a part of the decision making process. So it's very uh, exciting for me because I love that process. And I know it's a very do it yourself person I'm looking at her in the office of every kind and the wall behind her is a wall that she's like I think I want to paint this wall turquoise let's do it and then before I knew it we were slapping this beautiful color on this freshly painted gray wall that I thought her husband was gonna like hunt us down for but she just does what she is gonna do and I'm kind of the same way probably why my back hurts well you're the same way because I remember you came to my house it was probably one of the first times and I never hang stuff on the wall. Like I'll paint a wall, no problem any day, but I will have a million things and never actually hang them on the wall because that to me seems like the worst task ever. And CS is like, let's go literally put everything up on my wall. And Scott was like, 
wow. I'm like, I, have, I can take no credit. This is why CS is here. So when the painting is done, the drywall is done, the renovation is done, CS will need to come and actually adorn my walls with beautiful things. Yes. Without putting holes in them. I've learned the hard way. There's a way yes, to do that. Totally. Anyway. Um, okay. Happy Christmas. Yes. And or... I don't, we, we should look up when the other holidays are. Hanukkah is over. Hope that was wonderful for everyone mm-hmm. who celebrates. Mm-hmm. Um, Kwanzaa, mm. Diwali, right? We should look those up. But whenever they are, happy everything you are celebrating. And we really hope you guys can focus on what is important for you this season and not get caught up in the hustle and bustle of, you know, stress and things you think you need to be doing, but you really don't. Right. Okay. Half of the battle is just figuring that out. So best wishes. Yeah. (laughs) Best wishes. Uh, Yeah. All right. We will chat with you guys next week. Oh, yeah. Bring on 2021. Woo.